I got my game face on, I'm feeling lucky If I play on defense, you shouldn't trust me I got my eyes on the prize, I'm feeling so alive I'm scoring me a win tonight I'm scoring me a win tonight I'm scoring me a win tonight What's up, my NBA fans? This your boy, L.A. Ray, host of NBA Old School, a podcast that's brought to you by the Basketball Podcast Network, and we're sponsored by DraftKings.com and Raycon Earbuds. Here to give you my post-All-Star Game episode uh, regarding this All-Star Game. I, you know, I have to talk about it. It's part of the gig, I guess. But I'm also in my second segment going to talk about Russell Westbrook going to the Clippers and the forgotten team in the Western Conference, which is the Sacramento Kings. But let me start on this NBA All-Star, All-Star game. Well, before I do that, you know, here's my man DJ OG. As you all know, he kicks out the tunes during my podcast episodes. Looks like he's playing a little, who is this, little George Duke right here. DJ OG, you want to say anything to the folks out there, baby? Crickets, baby. That's what he does. He doesn't talk. All he does is kick out the jams. So again, my NBA fam, let me let me get this uh, NBA uh, atrocity that they call an All Star game out the way. What a colossal waste of time. Really, people. Really, NBA. That's what you have the offer. They may as well go the route of the Pro Bowl in the NFL. Pretty much just scrap the damn thing. I mean, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. Even Coach uh, uh, Malone for the Denver Nuggets, who coached, I want to say Giannis's team, says the worst basketball he's ever seen, ever, ever. Jalen Brown said, "Hey man, that's not basketball. What 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 is that? What is that?" In the first possession of the game, Giannis, and I know Giannis, you know, hurt his wrist and all that, but hey, let's get Giannis two points. Then he fouls, and they take him out the game. And then the game starts. And as again, Jalen Brown says, a glorified layup line. A glorified layup line. I was really, really critical of uh, LeBron James even playing in this game. I believe three of the last four Lakers regular season games he did not play in. He played in the one right before the All-Star game because you know damn well if he didn't play in that game and played in the All-Star game, Laker fans would really be besides themselves if that happened. And, and, and I get Twitter responses saying, oh, well, he only played 14 minutes, L.A. Ray. What's the problem? Dude, you can get hurt in 14 seconds. LeBron James should never have even played in that game. You feel me? Check it out, DJLG. Man, this, this was the stuff. Man, DJ OG, that's what he does, man. He kicks the sounds up, man. And, you know, 
He'll kick up the volume a little bit during the, during these episodes, man. I love it. This dude's the best DJ on the planet. But going back to the All-Star game, man, at least the dunk contest, and even, even the dunk contest was garbage. If it weren't for Matt McClung, it really would have been garbage. And for those of you who don't know Matt McClung, Matt McClung, I should say, look him up on YouTube. This guy was a high school sensation. Ended up going to Georgetown. Played okay at Georgetown, but then he transferred to uh, Texas Tech. Signed a free agent deal with the Los Angeles Lakers coming out of college. So apparently, you know, he's not a great shooter or anything like that. But, hey, I guess white men can jump, huh? Those dunks were outstanding. And then to hear Kenny Smith say, oh, man, I, you know, it's no big deal. It's no big deal. You know, I've seen better dunkers. You know, he always mentions, well... You know, Vince Carter. Well, you know, it's no Vince Carter. What the hell? Who is? Who is Vince Carter? Kenny Smith? What an absolute farce, man. The three-point shooting contest, I guess that's okay. Damian Lillard, you know, won that thing. Damian Lillard did do a pull-up three from half court. And it wasn't like at the end of the quarter or anything like that or going into halftime or something like that. He just pulled up for a three. Ridiculous. It's not going to happen in a real NBA game so whatever Jason Tatum 55 points okay okay 55 points in a in a in a layup drill wonderful wonderful it's just it's just to me it's nowhere near uh the way they used to play the all-star game back in the day now even back then when Michael Jordan and all of those dudes were playing the defense was not that great even back then, but at least they tried or faked at least to play, try to play some defense. It wasn't this thing. And man, this was like the, you know, you, you, uh, the Spain with the, uh, how they fight the bulls in the Coliseum and all that. They have the bullfighter with the red cape and the bulls is running at the, uh, <laughs> running at the guy with the red cape and he just, Ole, he takes the cape and just moves it to the side and the bull keeps on running. That's what you saw in the NBA All-Star game. An absolute freaking joke. So, how many of you liked it? Hey, check out my uh, Twitter feed, man. At NBA Old School Jam. That's at NBA Old School Jam. Let me know how you, you feel about it. You know, Jalen Brown, again, I keep going back to him because he had the interview. He said, hey, pretty much, he's, I'm paraphrasing. He said, yeah, the NBA All-Star game is an absolute farce. However, it's what the fans like. So if it's what the fans like, then so be it. Maybe most NBA fans like to see that. They like to see, I think Giannis' team shot 120, had 123 field goal attempts. And... Half of them were three-point shots. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Joel Embiid, the aforementioned Joel Embiid, supposedly has a big toe type of injury or something like that. I'm sure Doc Rivers was just so happy to see him, you know, play 25, 28 minutes. At least Joel Embiid was imploring his team to try. You know, try to play a little bit of defense. He did do that. Jalen Brown, again, you know, he has that uh, broken orbital bone, I think it is, when he got elbowed by his own teammate, Jason Tatum. Jalen Brown hadn't played in, what was that, like maybe a week and a half ago when that happened or something like that? 
But all of a sudden, he's in the All-Star game, you know, with the Rip Hamilton face mask. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Little Herbie Hancock. Little Herbie Hancock in the background here, my man, DJ OG. So what's the future of the NBA All-Star game, folks? It's, you know, the ratings to me, or not to me, it's just the facts. The ratings have gone down with the NBA All-Star game. There's no doubt about that. The ratings have gone down downhill fast you know going into like a sinkhole type of shit man it's really really it's really really hard to watch and i know some of you folks out there goes ah man la ray you just you just that old dude you know the old get off my lawn guy you feel me hey you get off my lawn you just don't know this is the new age this is the new millennial the new millennial NBA, you know, where you have low management and all that kind of crap. Anthony Edwards came out and said, man, low management is a bunch of bullshit. Get that guy, get that guy a little credit for coming out and saying that. You feel me? So, that's my take on the NBA All-Star Game, man. It's just, just not to me, it's just not worth the time. Again, I do it because I have to. You know, DraftKings.com, Raycon here, Buzz, and the Basketball Podcast Network. So, you better check that All Star game out, man. Get a little episode on it. Okay, so here we go. But you know me, I'm going to give you my opinion. And in my opinion, I think it's a bunch of trash. So, with that, before I get to my next segment, here's a word from our sponsor, DraftKings.com. NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt-in, and place the same-game parlay on any NBA game. And if it doesn't hit, you get a bonus bet back. There's a parlay bet out there that LeBron James is a part of. You might want to bet the over, whatever it is. Download the app now and sign up for TVPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner the NBA with code TVPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Hey DJ OG, I got these Raycon earbuds in my ear, baby. Give me, give me something, give me something to listen to, and I'll pump it up a little bit.
Yeah, I know your boy L.A. Ray loves to listen to that old school music, just like the tune that my man DJ OG just kicked out. And lately, I've been listening to a lot of it, and it's been great. And one reason it's been great to listen to, because I use my Raycon wireless earbuds to do it. Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. With optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit, these earbuds are so comfortable and they will not budge. Trust and believe me on that one. Raycons give you 8 hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. Raycons are priced just right. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. It's no wonder Raycons Everyday Earbuds have over 50,000 five-star reviews. These earbuds have three customizable sound profiles, earbud tap functions, noise isolation, and an awareness mode. Go to buyraycon.com TBN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash TBPN to score 15% off. Again, buyraycon.com slash TBPN. Alright, alright again My NBA fans This your boy L.A. Ray Host of NBA Old School Sponsored by DraftKings.com as you just heard And Raycon Earbuds So in this second segment again I'm going to talk about Russell Westbrook And then close with the Sacramento Kings But Russell Westbrook So everybody knew this was going to happen You know, out of L.A. Well not out of L.A. He's not out of L.A. He's still in L.A. Which is now going to be with the Clippers but he's no longer with the L.A. Lakers. Did the guy get a bum rap with the Lakers? Some say, yeah, he got a bum rap. There was a many Laker fans on the one to get this guy out of town quick, fast, and in a damn hurry. It just did not work with LeBron James and um, Anthony Davis on the team. It just, just didn't work out. Russell Westbrook, I don't know if he was feeling the pressure wearing that purple and gold uniform. You know, Westbrook is a ball dominant player, much like LeBron James is. They, they, you know, they tried bringing him off the bench and he actually played well coming off the bench, to be honest with you. He may even be the sixth man of the year. Now, now that he's with the Clippers, he did get the buyout. By the way, they worked out a buyout with the Utah Jazz and um, the Lakers got a nice, you know, nice haul in return uh, for uh, Westbrook. But. But, um, you know, with the Clippers, is he going to come off the bench? You know, is he going to start? How's that going to work? How you Clipper fans out there? How is Russell Westbrook going to fit in with that team? Now, if you want my humble opinion or if you don't want my humble opinion, I'm going to give it to you any damn way. I'll tell you what. The Clippers, who right now are fourth in the West. You know, some people some people think that this trade was a panic move by the Clippers. They're 33 and 28, nine games out of first. They're not going to end up in first place, but they're behind the uh, Sacramento Kings by a game. And they're a half game up on the Phoenix, uh, the Phoenix Suns. 
And, you know, they got Kevin Durant, you know, who knows, you know, how well they're going to play. I think they're going to play really well, by the way. But the Clippers are in a pretty good situation. So on the court, though, will he be able to mesh with his boy, Paul George? You know, Paul George, he probably went to ownership and said, hey, man, I need this guy. I want this guy. It's my boy. Okay, that's fine. Kawhi Leonard, also on the team, the guy who leads the league in low, low management. I like Kawhi Leonard, by the way. Don't get me wrong, but my guy with the low management piece. But the Clippers, on paper, on paper, this team is very, very good, even without Westbrook. Now, they traded away Reggie Jackson, who ended up in uh, with the Denver Nuggets, and then they also traded away Luke Kennard to the Memphis Grizzlies. But if you look up and down this roster, again, you got Paul George. You got Kawhi Leonard. Now you have Westbrook. You have Eric Gordon, who they received uh, as part of the trade. Bones Highland, my boy, Bones, Bones Highland. You still got Zubak. You still got Marcus Moore Senior. Terrence Mann, who is an up-and-coming, a very, very good NBA player. Still have Norman Powell. You got Nick Batum. You got Robert Covington. I mean, this team, in my opinion, is pretty loaded. So how is Westbrook going to fit in there? Now, as far as the the point guard situation, you know, Westbrook, you know, his position, they say, is point guard. I still don't think he's a he's definitely not a traditional point guard. He's not a, you know, driving dish to me type of point guard. Now, when he gets that rebound and starts running up the court like a freight train. You know, or a bull in a china shop, he can sometimes be unstoppable. But will he be able to dish that rock off on the wings to Paul George and Kawhi Leonard and get them their shots in their sweet spot where they like them? That's the question. Will he be able to drive to the basket and dish it off to Zubak down low in the spots that he likes? Or Marcus Moore Sr. in the spots that he likes to shoot the ball? All that's going to remain to be seen. It's going to be interesting to see how, how Ty Lu uses Westbrook. And again, some people are saying, man, this is a this is a panic move by the Clippers. I don't necessarily think it's a panic move, but I tell you what, if this doesn't work out for them, the Clippers, in my opinion, should make it to at least at the very least the Western Conference semifinals. They should be one of the final four teams in the West. Period in the story. You got, of course, Denver. You got Memphis there. And now you're going to have the Phoenix Suns. You know, as long as Kevin Durant stays healthy, they're going to be in in the Western Conference semifinals at the very least and probably be in the Western Conference finals. The Clippers should also be there with this team. Westbrook is going to have to come in there. Tyloo is going to have to convince him, hey, man, I'm sure they've had these conversations already. Hey, man, this is what I need you to do. You know, I need you to be the sixth, continue to be the sixth man, you know, run that second unit and just, you know, be the score that we know that you can beat with the second unit. Or he may even start him. He may start him. If he, if he start him, say, hey, man, this is a hey, Westbrook. This is what I need you to do, man. I don't need you to be jacking up threes all over the place. I need you to be our point guard. Break the defense down. And get that ball up to George and or Leonard in their sweet spots. Or if you have an opening to the basket, go head on in there and do your thing. 
He's going to have to conform with whatever Ty Lue and that organization wants him to do. And that's it, man. And if he doesn't do that, then he won't be playing for the Clippers next year. And God knows what team he's going to end up with next year if he does not conform to what Ty Lue wants him to do. You got Bones Highland going to be coming off the bench. You know, Bones Highland, uh, I read an article, I think it was in the L.A. Times. Bones Highland said he was happy to get out of Denver. He thought Denver was holding him back from being a point guard. They looked at him as just a shooter. And Bones said, hey, man, I can play the point. Yeah, I can break down. Yeah, I mean, I can shoot. Yeah, but I can break down defenses. I can drive and dish. I can do all of that. Plus, I can shoot the pill, too. So, you know, you have a guy like that. That guy has a lot of confidence. And then Eric Gordon, he's actually not a point guard either. But Eric Gordon has been in the league, you know, what, maybe 10, 10 years, 10, 11 years, something like that. He brings a lot of experience. He's not a point guard, but, you know, he can shoot the ball pretty well. He can drive to the basket. You know, athletic type of guy. So this Clipper team, to me, to me, Western Conference semifinals. All day, every day. And it's going to be a huge disappointment if they don't make at least that. Huge disappointment if they don't make that. And somebody's going to have to answer for that. Is it going to be uh, their GM? I believe, who is their GM? Like Lawrence Frank, I think, is their GM. Is it going to be Ty Lue? Steve Ballmer, you know, the millionaire owner. He's, you know, he's a fun guy to watch on the sideline. Kind of reminds me of Mark Cuban a little bit. You know, he gets on the sidelines, he gets up and he gets to dancing around and stuff like that. Guy has plenty of money. I don't know if this signing of um, Westbrook, well, it doesn't put them in any type of um, tax situation, I don't think, because I'm sure the Utah Jazz had to pony up a boatload of that salary that Westbrook had left over. I believe Westbrook's salary for 2023 was in the neighborhood of 45 million bucks or something like that. You know, of course, the Lakers paid more than little more than half of that so the rest of utah probably bought out and the clippers probably got him on the cheap they probably got the guy on the cheap and they're going to plug him in and, and and see what happens and again you know if it does not pass the smell test if it does not work hey maybe paul george is going to be the, the the guy that takes the fall on this that's his boy that's his boy from back in okc he lobbied for him paul george say hey, man get my boy back in here Get Russell Westbrook back back with me, and then we can do some damage. Even though the Clippers are like in fourth place in the West, it's still been kind of a disappointing year for them. But I tell you what, this is going to be interesting to watch. And if Westbrook can play well and catapult this team, like I said, to the Western Conference semifinals, and let's say the Lakers don't make it that far, and I think the Lakers actually have a chance to make it the semifinals as well. Westbrook is going to have the last laugh. He doesn't have to leave L.A. He's going to be playing in the same building. He'll have he'll have the last laugh. As far as the uh, L.A. Lakers versus the L.A. Clippers drama. Uh Oh, check out. Check my man, DJ OG. Sound like a little, little, little too short. So let's see what happens with the clip joint, clip joint, Clipper Nation. What do y'all think about Westbrook coming to the squad? You feel me? It's gonna be interesting. Hey, DJ LG, kick that out a little bit, baby. I knew you couldn't stop this rap. No MC could rock like that. Style came the bass got deeper. He gave 
Two shorts from Compton, I want to say, just like a lot of talented rappers that come from that area. Check it out. My last topic of the day is going to be the Forgotten Team in the Western Conference. I'm calling them the Forgotten Team because nobody ever thinks this team is going to do anything in the NBA, and that is the Sacramento Kings, who have surprised everyone so far this year. If you look at the standards in the Western Conference, Sacramento Kings sit at number three, baby. 32 and 25, eight games out of first, they won't catch the Nuggets. You know, they, they're three games behind the Grizzlies. That's possible. They can, it's possible. They can go up to the number two spot. Hey, John Moran, check it out, man. You say you want to worry about the West. You better worry, you better worry about them now, baby. You better worry about them now. But that's another subject for another day. The Clippers will probably get caught by the Phoenix Suns, who are a half game behind. I'm sorry, they are a game and a half behind the Kings right now. But going back to the Sacramento Kings, you know, they've been a moribund f- franchise for years. It's almost like, who wants to play in Sacramento? Nothing against the town of Sacramento. I have nothing against them. Okay? Nice little city, but it's not L.A. It's not Miami. It's not New York. It's not Chicago. Those type of places. They have been bad for a long time. Let's just call it the way it is. But I'll be honest with you, it's actually good to see them playing well. They have, you know, a guy like Darren Fox who made his first All-Star game, man. LeBron James, when they had the little draft right before right before they took the floor. And he said, I'm taking De'Aaron Fox as one of my picks. He's the fastest guy from baseline to baseline in the NBA. And that is true. That kid is outstanding outstanding and he is not afraid to take the big shot De'Aaron Fox will do that you have DeMontis Sabonis now of course he came over from Indiana with the Tyrese Halliburton trade and when that trade first went down I'm thinking man Tyrese Halliburton and De'Aaron Fox that's an outstanding young backcourt you see what Halliburton who's also was in the all-star game is doing with the Indiana Pacers but Sabonis the power forward man you know he's not like he's not as good as his daddy, but I tell you what, he ain't that far behind, man. He can't pass it like his daddy, but the guy can score, and of course he can rebound. He can pass the ball as well. Very very good basketball player. Keegan Murray, the rookie, I believe he was the fifth pick in the draft. I want to say behind Jaden Ivey, who went to the Pistons. Keegan Murray, very very good rookie, very very good rookie. Harrison Barnes, the veteran on that team. Kevin Herter, who they who came over from the Atlanta Hawks. Malik Monk, who, you know, came over from the Lakers, signed a free agent contract. Like maybe the jury's still out on on him. I don't I don't think he's been doing all that much with Sacramento, but he's still a good, you know, basketball player to bring off the bench. I believe the Sacramento Kings problem is going to be depth. You know, their their starters are really, really good, but their bench leaves much to be desired. But right now, as I mentioned, hey, they're number three in the Western Conference. Playing well. And with 23 games left, if they can maintain this pace and, and still end up 
is the third seed in the West. Is it possible that they can make the Western Conference uh, the semifinals? Of course, it's possible. Hey, I like to see it. You know, you like to see other teams, you know, make the um, or do well in the NBA other than the ones that, that you see all the time. You know, the Lakers, you know, the Bulls back in their heyday. You know, teams like, you know, teams like that, you know, the Miami Heat, Phoenix Suns, so on and so forth. You know, you want to see somebody like the Sacramento Kings just jump up and just and just start killing folks. You come into that that barn that they got in Sacramento, man, and they start doing them cowbells and all this other kind of stuff. I tell you what, man, that place gets loud. It's the only professional sports team that they have. And they, they stick behind that squad, man. Darren Fox gets to doing his thing. I tell you what. I tell you what. Don't sleep on them. Don't sleep on the Sacramento Kings. They might be the forgotten team in the Western Conference. But they will jump up and bite you in the ass if you go in there in Sacramento thinking you're just going to run over them. The days of running over the Sacramento Kings are over with this squad that they have. It is over. Just like Mac McClung when he won dunk, dunk contest and he said it's over. It's over. You go into Sacramento, riding high and just think you're going to run over this squad. Ain't happening. It's not happening. And it's really, really good to see. So I wish the Sacramento Kings much luck when the playoffs start. And for most NBA teams, it's only anywhere from 23, 25 games left. It's going to be very, very interesting down the stretch. I heard LeBron James say this is going to be the the most important 23 regular season games in his career. Well, LeBron, in my opinion, should have been the most to uh, the last 27 games should have been the most important because you missed three out of the last four. You played one, the one before the all-star break. And I believe those three games that he missed, they lost two of them. At least I don't have a schedule in front of me, but I believe they lost two of them. And one of them was a really, really close game. So in my opinion, you shouldn't have played in the all-star game. That's just me. But now he's saying these these are the the uh the, these twenty three games are the most important in his career. So I'm assuming he's going to play in all of them. There's not going to be any low management. So we shall see. We shall see. So with that, my bring NBA out, fam, out, thanks again out, for listening. Thanks again from the man DJ OG kicking out the sounds. You know, here's another one right here. He always kicks them out, baby. That's what he does. And thank you all again for listening. Wherever you get your podcast from. Uh, whatever platform that you use, whether it's Apple, Spotify, whatever platform you use, just look up NBA Old School and you will find. And also leave a comment, leave a review, leave a comment. You can say, hey, man, L.A. Ray sucks, man. That podcast sucks. Okay. You know, I, you know my life is still going to go on. Tell me how you feel, baby. That's the only way you get better at doing these podcasts is you get, you get comments and be honest about them. You know, there's no shame in my game, baby. So with that, I'm going to leave it right there. Again, thank you all for listening. Until the next episode of NBA Old School. Peace.